Hello and welcome to Behind the Lashes with me, Joanna Lee. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to lash artists from around the globe. I want to know what makes them tick and also how they're surviving C19. Big news this week relating to the Magic Six. Good evening, Nikki. Hi, you okay? Yeah, you haven't got your mask or your visor on. You're, you're playing it <laughs> loose and rough. Are you taking the PPE to a whole new level? I'm taking the PP piss, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just take that off. You never can be too careful, you know. No, never. No, you never can. Oh my god, it's so good to see you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. You? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm great. I've got lashes on. I've got my hair done already for my not going on holiday. Oh no, I can't believe that. It's such a shame. I know. It, it, such it's, a shame. It's ridiculous. It was supposed to be Ibiza for a week for my 50th and then that obviously got cancelled and we went for Crete for four, we said, okay, four days in Crete. That's kind of like our compromise. And then Monday they announced Crete was going on the list really out of the blue. So it's so annoying. We might still go. So annoying. You know, this is what, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's just a little bit of a holiday, but it, it would have been nice to just pretend that coronavirus wasn't happening just for four days. Oh, hundred percent. Like I, I think that even though when we was in lockdown, um, you know, we was chilling and just watching films and eating a lot, it was so mentally draining. And I do feel like everyone deserves a holiday yeah. because it was just too much. I know. Far I mean, too much. Talking about that, that kind of lockdown kind of feeling that we, we, we had and don't you feel like there's there's been a big like hangover from that I mean cognitively my brain does not work the same way that it used to pre-corona I feel like I've really lost part of my brain to like process stuff and to think properly and I think it's because you can't plan anything so that it's so destabilizing it's like everything has been rocked yeah yeah and you don't know what's going to happen like in the future so it's so hard to plan things it's like we planned um like our christmas night out well now we can't do that i know the news today oh whenever yesterday i watched i watched him this afternoon it it makes it feel scary again doesn't it it does yeah Uh, and that's the thing like you know, so, so buzzing at the start of the week. The kids went back to school. I literally Mm -hmm. skipped them into school. I was like, hooray, freedom. It was brilliant. And then I was doing my full courses back on Monday and Tuesday training. um, And it just felt so normal. And this week has been great. Like back into the routine and the kids are so much happier as well. Going to school, seeing Mm -hmm. their friends and whatnot and then yeah that news last night just feel really deflated again because you think are we going backwards like if we go backwards like I don't think any of us can mentally go through 
all that again what's happened no i know i mean i know that when he introduced he mandated the masks it it that kind of felt oh but he was very upbeat about if we do this we could be back to normal and not wearing masks by november all of that optimism seems to have gone yeah yeah, I know. But I mean, the whole mask situation around my area, I don't even see it, hardly anyone wearing them in the supermarket. Really? Yeah. Oh, I no. See this. I, I see I do. 95% of people around here are wearing masks. Uh, but, you know, if masks are so fabulous and work so well, why aren't we allowed to be with our dying relatives? Yeah, In exactly. hospital with a mask on. You know, I just feel like there's a lot more to it than just this. Just feel like there's so much more to it. We won't go into that because that's that's a whole new. Um, I know. I, well, you just wonder how much of it is political as well. You know, like for instance, I mean, I'm not talking conspiracy theory here. I'm talking sort of government tactics, like the whole kind of you can't travel abroad. Is that to keep us all in the UK spending money here to put cash back into the into yeah. our economy because it makes sense I mean if you've tried to book if anyone out there has tried to book anything in the UK trip wise weekend wise holiday wise the prices are so high I mean it, it's, yeah. it's unaffordable compared to you know we were going to Crete for 500 pounds all in all inclusive five star fabulous hotel flights as well in the uk yeah in the uk you can't even get two nights in a decent airbnb for that so yeah that everyone need everyone wants to get the money back in didn't they so that is quite a good theory actually i didn't even think of that one it, it might um, might be the case. I don't know. It might be. So, listen. You went through the whole of lockdown. I know you had your um, your family support and everything, but you were with your boys. You know, yeah. a lot of lockdown as a single parent. You must have felt amazing with them going back to school. But was there any sense of fear, or were you just like, off you go, yay? No, I feel like I was literally off you go. Like I. <laughs> I felt a bit strange that mm. morning because obviously they've been by my side for yeah. six months now. Yeah. So I did feel a bit weird, but it felt amazing getting back into the normality and the routine of it. And usually I can't stand the school runs. Well, this week I've been up, bouncing out of bed, back to the school runs, absolutely loving it. So, yeah, no. And they're totally different this week, the kids. Oh. They're loving it. You know, they're back into routine. They're back seeing their friends. They're back using their brains. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the kids are so much happier this week. I feel like our little family life is so much easier with yeah. them being back at school. Yeah. So Use some headspace to try and kick your brain back into gear. So, oh, my God, yeah. I know... Well, I saw a post of yours on Facebook about the salon. It's it's not all roses, is it? Is it what you expected? No. So, um, yeah, literally before lockdown, the salon was just great. It's buzzing all the time. You know, I'd never, I was so lucky with it. I've really built it up and got nine girls there that 
I've never had to worry about filling up all the time. Like that, that they would be fully booked months in advance. Like you couldn't get a slot. It was that busy. It was. It's so so good in now. So proud of it. Um, but yeah. So when we come back after lockdown, uh, the first week was busy. But then since then, it's very you know bitty it's like there's there's gaps everywhere um which is so disappointing to look at but on the other hand I feel so determined to get it busy again like I've got so much more drive um because before I I used to be like you know the girls would go in and and it I wouldn't have to do much like I really wouldn't have to do a lot and um, but now I'm literally like using my brain. I'm like, right, I will get this shop busy again. I'm so determined to do it. And I said to my girls, you know, like I've done it once. I will do it before. Um, I'm quite strong willed like that. I'm quite strong. I mean, this morning I got to say, I did after that news yesterday, I did have a little cry because it is scary. And you do think if we're going backwards, are we going to lose our businesses? Like what's going to happen? But then after my little cry, I'm like, right, come on, pick yourself up. We can do this. We're strong. We're determined. We're going to do it. So I'll do everything in my power to get it busy again. Do you, I know you won't be alone out there. I'm sure plenty of other salon owners are experiencing a a drop in business. And and I, as a a salon trader, you know, I'm probably 30% 30 down, if not more. Part of that is a deliberate ploy because I was nervous about working with all the PPE and I just wanted my regulars back in who you know I knew I could trust and you know the ones that I had an existing relationship with I just felt like that was a comfortable space for me to start off with but oh definitely do you have strategies do you have advice for other girls that are going through what, what you're experiencing or have you not got your strategies together yet um I just think as long as you keep strong and positive you will do it um you've done it once before and you will do it again just don't give up on it um I've literally just been pulling out every single trick in the bag with social media um like what share share we need some tricks no, so literally just, I'm back on it all the time. Yeah. So whereas in lockdown, I kind of dropped it a little bit because it was so hard. You just didn't know what to post and whatnot. So I'm back on it constantly. I'm literally filling up my stories daily. I'm posting constantly. Um, I am pulling out every single discount trick in the bag. Are you? So because, I was going to yeah. ask you if you're offering discounts because there's sort of two trains of thought with that really you know don't start discounting because it's a slippery slope but you think that that is a good strategy oh 100% because I would rather fill them slots with discount than look at empty slots um I mean I'm not making what I should be I'm making a small profit out of it but I would rather make a small profit gain clients with a discount than look at all these empty slots and cry into my wine 
really. So, so what about what what do you say to those clients that have maybe come and they've paid for their full sets and they've paid full price and now they're seeing like discounted sets? Is that tricky? So what I do is I um I put a post up and I say we're offering a, a limit limited amount of discount codes. If you comment on this post, then I will send you a discount code. Okay. So then when people comment on that post, I then send them a discount code. They then text my phone with the discount code and they get their, um, their discount, discounted set. Ooh. So that's the way I work it. Do you get them to comment and do they have to share it or does it just comment? I just put comment. Yeah, I just do comment because... I don't know, I've done it quite a few times and it does work really, really well for me. Right, okay. Good. So That's definitely worth thinking about. and um... It's helped. It's definitely helped. I mean, there is still a few gaps, but it's definitely helped. And yeah. I'm looking in for full sets? Yeah, full sets. And also as well, on that, with that um, little discount that I've been doing, I've noticed a good handful of old clients oh. coming back in that used to be with us for years and years and years that obviously haven't been able to unfortunately afford the price of the full set um so yeah they've snapped up our discounted sets and they're back in so that just puts such a big yeah. smile on my face when i see them names pop up yeah. and i think yes they're back yes they're back Lovely. brilliant and how much for discount are you offering uh so quite a lot actually so um we usually are 85 for a full set and what have i been doing i think it was so it's 50 mm -hmm. so i do it with three of my girls um so it's 50 for a full set of volume 35 for a full set of classics because i thought doing wow. it you've just really got to go for it because when i've done the odd little £10 off discount, I feel like that doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of made the discounts really worth it because the way I think is when they come back in to have their full set done, they're then going to want to keep up their infills. So yeah. then you've got that client back for their infills every two yeah. weeks. And you don't discount the infill? No, don't discount the infill. Just discount the full set. So obviously, they can't afford at the minute. So for me, I think it is a, it's brilliant and... Yeah. I would rather see them spaces full with discounts than empty. Well, you've got to get your girls busy because you're paying them, aren't you, at the end of the yeah. day? Yeah. It's yeah. for me because it's just, it's just me. I mean, Kira works for me, but she's working from her own, her own studio, so it's slightly different for me. But, um, yeah, and, the, and, and do, you, do all of your girls work by time or, or by set? Uh, so some of them work by time and some of them work by set. Um, so yeah, with my girls, when they first start off with me, uh, and they're very new to lashing, they work by time. And then I always give them the drive to obviously, um, improve and, you know, get more out of Essex Lash and, uh, whatnot. So then once they achieve what a lash artist should, then I change it and they work by set, which is better off for them right so okay. yeah that's the way i work it okay so it works really well have you, done any, 
Have you done any lashing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done, yeah, quite a few. Um, so I just go in the salon every Thursday to lash. And then I literally just do my regular clients that I've had for like the last 12 years. Um, all the other days I'm teaching now. So I like to do a Monday to Thursday. So yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I'm teaching. And then Thursday, I'm lashing. So yeah. And yeah. the teaching busy? Is that starting to pick up? Yeah, the teaching's not too bad actually, but... I said to my friends earlier, I said, I don't know whether it's because I'm, I'm noticing that it's quite busy because we've had to lower how mm. many students we have in. So now it's only two or three students where mm. before it used to be five or six. So they are busy, but obviously less students. Yeah. But again, I, I can't complain with the teaching side of it. That's, um, it, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's good. And how does it feel lashing in a mask and a visor? And are all of your clients happy to wear masks? I mean, they have to wear masks. Is there yeah. any leniency there? I mean, not all of them do. Some will have exemptions, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, everyone's been fine. Everyone's been absolutely fine. I mean, wearing the mask and the visor, oh, my God, it's like claustrophobic. But yeah. I would do anything to work and to lash so if that's what we've got to do that's what we've got to do mm -hmm. you know if I had to dress up as a clown I would sit there and work every day <laughs> yeah I don't think Boris is going to bring that in I don't think that works to combat Covid I, I don't think There's Covid no responds to jokes I don't think Covid responds to just jokes <laughs> it would be great maybe just bad jokes <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> So obviously the magic six that we all are now going to legally have to be bound by. What a stupid number. Why six? Oh, I know. Like, so there's obviously me and the two kids. And then I'm always with my sister and her two kids. So that's six. But then what about our dad? My stepmom and my other sister. Like, it's not like you can leave the kids at home somewhere else is it I mean well I'd like to but well, yeah but you know you're in, you're in a support bubble with your sister and her yeah. kids I wonder if there's a way of kind of does that bubble count you as kind of one germ i.e one person and therefore you can have another five people or not probably yeah probably. no I no idea no idea but obviously like through lockdown we was all together look i mean mm. it was just me and the children first off but mm. then once restrictions got eased mm. slightly then i would be with my sister the two kids my other sister my dad and my stepmom so that's our bubble you know that's our little bubble so that's nine of us so what are they saying can we not can we not see them well, no. And well, you have to do it in some kind of rotation so that your sister has your two kids whilst you go and see your dad, and then you have her kids while she goes and sees your dad. It's shit, Nicole. Oh, it's absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? I just can't stand it. What about Christmas? Christmas? Oh, well. We had booked our Christmas works do. Obviously, there's like 11 of us all together and um 
So now that's out the window. Well, if you get creative about it, is it a meal? Because you can have two tables next to each other. Yeah, we could do. We could do. Um, and also, if you were going to the pub and happened to bump into them all there. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> it's so difficult, isn't it? I just... I mean, you know what I'm saying? It, it, uh, and, I know. That's, and that's it. it. Ugh. Ugh. And if the cases have risen because they've they've pinpointed social gatherings as the reason for for the exponential rise in cases or whatever, then shut the pubs. Stop splitting families up. Exactly. I was saying to my friend earlier, like I would rather have my family over. We all have a drink here, drink in the garden, whatnot, like rather than go to a pub, you know, like so shut the pubs and just let the kids stay at school, let our families over. Like, I, oh, I just don't get it. I know. And I mean, what is, what is really galling and the only kind of chink of light I was hoping was that the kids didn't count as part of the number because if, if kids are not a danger and if they're not the super spreaders as they first thought and if the data suggests that kids don't, aren't the big conduits for it and therefore they were all allowed to go back to school and share germs or no, non-germs, if they weren't counted in the six, if you could have like six adults yeah, kids, you know, that would be that great, wouldn't be wouldn't bad. Yeah, that would be better. But you but... can't even meet two families of four, which is kind of the standard family, isn't it? And if you've got, yeah. you're a couple with three kids, you can only see one grandparent. One person. So it's making it's... us choose between our loved ones and our friends. It, it, yeah. It, it's, I mean... You know, I know that Boris isn't saying there's anything to love about this and he, he hates to make it a legal requirement, but that's because people haven't followed the guidance. Mm, but then you can go down to a pub yeah. and feel your family down there. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So we can go to the pub and see our family there. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, that sounds like quite a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Or we can go to a restaurant and book multiple tables of six. Yeah. And then we'll just all see each other there. But what about but that not... eat out? What was it called? Eat out? What do you call Oh, God, I was just about to say that. So they did that absolutely everywhere. Thousands Encouraging of us to go in, out and mix. Yeah. In a restaurant, thousands of people, and then that's it. They say, well, no, now you're only allowed to go out groups of six. Like, it's just, I just, there's just no words. It's just so frustrating. And also as well, everyone can get tests now. So you can go online, get your test, go and get it. Like that Matt Hancock has told us off for getting tests unnecessarily. And he has made it our fault in other words we are that we are in need of these things and he's not blamed the supply chain for their failings he's blaming us by get get putting too much get the on the testing system because we're in a panic you know is an ingrown toenail covid or whatever but my friend who's a gp basically said <laughs> any symptom can be covid 
There's something called really? COVID toe. Uh, you know, nobules no. in toes. There are weird rashes in children. Gastrointestinal intestinal things often happen with the kids. Kids seem to be presenting in different ways. Tummy upsets, headaches and fatigue, whereas adults seem to be more persistent cough, temperature, loss of taste or smell. So on that basis, yes, of course people are going to get tested. We were told to be responsible and get tested. Yeah. And yeah. now we're being told off because we are swamping the system and we're to keep those tests available for frontline workers. Mm. Yeah. Up, up it, our supply. You know, surely they should have been ready for this. What the actual f, f bleep bleep bleep? <laughs> I just can't take it. I can't take oh, it. God, I'm <laughs> gonna have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. You ain't had one for ages. I haven't <laughs> had a drink since August the seventeenth, and we've yeah. done it. So good. I know it really hasn't made much difference, but um, I haven't lost any weight and I have slept better and I felt really self righteous and yeah. I, I felt happy for my liver because it must be smiling. It must um, be. I'm seriously going to hit the bottle this weekend in absolute. Oh, 100%. You've got to. I, I can't. Um... I'm all right in the week, not drinking, but as soon as it gets to a Friday, I want to be out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's really bad on a weekend. I mean, I think on a weekend, I probably make up for everything in the week. And Monday not to Thursday, you're dry. Yeah, Monday to Thursday, I'm dry. That's good. Friday to Sunday, I'm a drunk mess. <laughs> you're hammered. Oh, my God. Oh, well. Absolutely. Well, what else is there to say, really, other than, yeah, let's have a drink. I mean, drown our sorrows. It's so yeah. sad, Nikki. It's so sad. I, I know. Fear and foreboding now for the... I just feel like we've somehow got to limp through to, like, Easter, and then we can have, like, a new beginning. Do you think so? <laughs> definitely. We've definitely got to power, try and power through winter, because winter's going to be a difficult one. Are you doing uh, anything to boost your immune system other than drinking red wine? Mm, no, not really. <laughs> okay, so I, I, I am now. I am supplementing oh, yeah. us. And yes, so now we're all on, well, the kids are having a big multivitamin, a good quality multivitamin. I've bought Solgar. They're having, which also contains zinc and selenium and magnesium, which is supposed to be immune boosting. They're both having fish oils. They're both having vitamin C and vitamin D and a garlic capsule. So they're oh, rattling. Really? They rattle on their way to school and I'm rattling too. So yeah. <laughs> have you felt any better for taking it all? I've always taken supplements, so I'm a bit believer oh. in it. And but I also thought with us we've kind of gone veggie, virgin virgin vegan. So we need a bit more help. Yeah. See, I've gone the opposite through lockdown uh, before i used to i do eat okay um but where i'm on my own now with the kids if i'm cooking them like tonight i've cooked them sausage chips and beans a quick dinner Ooh. i bet the same you oh, know and I thought, oh for god's sake nick but yeah i just who wants to cook two meals i mean we're having That's a curry I mean. tonight because i can't be asked no, that's what I mean. And then on a weekend, it's 
it's proper binge eating out, you know. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love your honesty. And I know that my listeners absolutely <laughs> love podcasts with you because you are so honest. Here's me it's going, so oh, I haven't had a drink since 17th of August and I'm, I'm nearly a fucking vegan. <laughs> Woohoo. And you're like, yeah, well, I've actually... <laughs> yeah. And I'm hammered every weekend and I eat rubbish, but I'm happy. Yes. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes, girl. Oh, God. Oh, it's funny. We've got to laugh or we cry. We have to laugh. I must say, though, I have felt a bit tearful today, so I could have joined you in that blub this morning. Because it... Yeah. It, yeah. It, just Sometimes you just got... I'm never, ever really cry a lot. But this morning, you know, when you just can't help it, it literally just came flowing out. But I feel so much better after I do have a little cry. Yeah, so I'm feeling a bit better tonight. You're probably a bit dehydrated now. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I better get that wine. <laughs> yeah. What is your chosen poison out of interest? Um, I just, I always drink Roseanne lemonade. <laughs> uh, I love Roseanne lemonade. It's my favourite. Um, it's like a sweet drink. Sweet, yeah. If I've had too much wine and I think, Nick, slow yourself down because you're getting one eye. Um, <laughs> my goes. My right one goes. My right one. Yeah. <laughs> My right eye goes, and you can see it in photos as well. And all my friends and my sisters say to me now, Oh, how's the eye? How's the eye? If I'm out and I've had like quite a lot to drink, they go, Let me look at her. I can see how drunk she is. And if my eyes are both open, they go, oh, No, she's not too bad. Hour later, if one eye's shut, they go, oh, No, Nick, you better go home now. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. That's funny. We've got matching one eyes. Yeah. And it's funny how it, why it does that. But yeah, if I've got one eye, then I might go on to a gin. Oh, oh as a pacer, a gin pacer. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, Roseanne lemonade's my well, fave. At least you're getting sort of hydrated with the mixer in the wine. Yeah. Would you never yeah. drink it just neat? Would you never drink it neat? Oh, no, I'd be far too pissed. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to, I've got to uh, dilute it down with a bit of lemonade. Oh, brilliant. Oh, Nikki, it's <laughs> so good to talk to you. I've missed doing these uh, podcasts. It's been a few I weeks. I know. I love them. I absolutely love them. Oh, well, the girl who does my hair, she's also a, a lash artist. And she said, oh, I'm really, have you got any more podcasts on the horizon? I said, well, I'm talking to Nikki tonight. So this week, uh, you, Sarah, at Urban Visage. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you so much. I'll check in with you soon and um, soon. The, the, the salon and um, keep your chin up. Yeah. You too, Joe. You too. Okay. And all the other girls out there, keep your chins up, girls. Exactly. You'll be fine. Bye, darling. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.